0: It's there you'll find connection, and there where you'll find more peace, obedience, respect, and joy. So what are you waiting for? We know those behaviors aren't going to go away on their own. Let's dive in. Hey, and welcome back to the Chaos to Connected podcast. I'm so excited to have you here with me today. Today I want to talk through three phrases That are very common that we should remove from our vocabulary. And before I share them, I just want to let you know that I am guilty of saying these millions of times, probably. And something that I sometimes really do still need to work on but I think is important. So I'm going to share the three things and I'm going to give you a few things that you can shift into staying, into saying in case these are also challenging for you. So the first one is perfect. I don't know if you're like me, but for some reason, and maybe, maybe it's just exposure, like people that I'm around say that a lot, but I just feel like it's natural for some reason for us to be like, oh, perfect. Or, oh, that's perfect, (laughs) you know, when we don't really mean perfect, but it just kind of flows out. And this is something I said so much when my oldest, Miles, was a toddler. Okay, so we want to try to refrain from using this word because kids will internalize it especially when there are times that we say it and then times we don't. They are going to start, even if they don't say anything, start wondering, well, why did she say it was perfect then, but not this time? Or why was that perfect, but this isn't perfect? They don't have the cognitive capacity to understand that when we say perfect, we don't actually mean it. And one of the biggest examples that I can share with you of how impactful it can be is when Miles was 2. Um I think I shared this maybe in another episode, but he was really into coloring. His talking was pretty advanced, I would say, for his age at the time. And it came out that he would not color because he was really recognizing that I could color and stay inside the lines and he couldn't. And he could really see that. And he would say, I don't want to color because I can't do it perfectly or I can't be perfect. And so I had to really take a step back and say, wow, this is really impacting him more than I could ever see. And more obviously than he's been talking about, because that too, and most kids aren't going to, say, oh, when you say perfect all the time, it makes me feel this way. You know, it just doesn't come out like that. Um, And so I just really had to become more aware of what I was saying and how often I was saying it and how much it was impacting him. So if that's something you find yourself saying a lot, I would try to just remove that altogether. Number two is good job. Now this one, Okay, and the next one may be really challenging for you because it's just something we do so naturally like all of the time for anything and everything. But again, kids pay attention to when we say it and when we don't. And one of the biggest reasons that I encourage you to start shifting away from saying good job is because it begins to take their intrinsic motivation to do something Away and now, instead of doing it because they want to, they're doing it to get praise from you. Because kids don't care what kind of attention they get, it could be negative or positive attention, they want it, it doesn't matter. And so, when we start to be saying, like, good job, oh, good job, oh, good job, then that's all they're looking for is that you know, reinforcement, that attention, versus trying to do something because they just want to do it. And a lot of times, especially at younger ages, kids are more about the process, not necessarily about the end goal. And so it can start to shift some of their thinking into concentrating and using their imagination and creativity in something, into really focusing on what the end is versus the process and kind of learning things, you know, along that path. And they're, you know, again, seeking approval versus doing it maybe how they would otherwise because they are looking for that good job and they're trying to maybe do it in a little bit different way or a quote-unquote better way so that they get that feedback from you. So some things that you can shift to saying is being more descriptive versus saying good job. You could say, oh, I really love the colors you chose or tell me about what you painted versus just the generic good job. So you're really connecting more on a deeper level with them versus just praising them for doing it. Um, Okay, and number three, be careful. (laughs) This one is very challenging. (laughs) I don't know about you, girl moms, but as a boy mom, (laughs) I really have to hold this one back. And I think this is also a really important one to be thinking about. Obviously, if there is a true safety risk, that's something to intervene with. But kids need to be taking calculated risks to develop their motor skills and balance and to learn safety. This is how they're going to be learning. Oh, that's too high for me or, you know, that's too steep or I can't quite do that yet. They need to be doing stuff that is challenging their body a little bit. Another reason that we should kind of stay away from saying be careful is because it's distracting. (laughs) If they're in the middle of climbing something that seems concerning to you and you're shouting be careful, do you think that them taking their attention off of what they're doing to look back at you to hear what you're saying is going to be the best solution? (laughs) Probably not. (laughs) And then the last thing is it can actually make them more fearful of their environment and not as willing to explore. So if you have a child who is... Now, obviously there's personalities that are more like sit back and watch first before doing, but we can really uh, exacerbate that or create it in a way that for a child that maybe that wouldn't be their natural strategy because we're constantly saying, be careful, be careful, be careful. And they're like, what in this environment is safe? And so just really trying to stop yourself. Again, I know this is very challenging because it's very challenging for me, especially when I have a five-year-old and a two-year-old who, you know, they like to climb, they like to explore, they like to crash and play and wrestle and do all the things. But instead of saying, be careful... I'm going to give you a few phrases that you can use that can help to bring your child to be aware of what they're doing versus trying to just just more of a generic statement of just be careful because really what does that exactly mean to a child? So you can say things like try using something, try moving... X, Y, Z. Do you feel your body slipping? (laughs) Do you feel where your feet are? Do you feel like you have a strong enough grip, for example? What's your plan? And how will you get down? How will you get across whatever it might be just trying to shift to little phrases to encourage them to be thinking and problem solving and paying attention to their body versus just be careful so again three things that you want to try and refrain from saying and then shift a little bit when you are communicating with your child number one perfect number two good job and number three be careful I know this is going to be challenging, but I want you to take an inventory this week of how often you say those things and then pick one. Just pick one. You don't have to knock them all out of the park at once. It's a lot easier to just pick something and really focus on it and see which one you say the most and start there. And then work to the other ones if those are other things that you find yourself saying frequently and watch the differences that you see. If you want to share, feel free to come on over to my Instagram page, share under the podcast reel that I'm going to share with you. Feel free to message me and I'd love to share some of your feedback on the podcast If you have any additional questions, I'd also love to hear them or additional words that you or phrases you feel like you have had to remove from your vocabulary because of the impact that you've seen it have. And I'd love to share that with others. So I will put all of those links in the show notes so you can easily access them and good luck. Real quick before you go, if you felt encouraged and inspired by listening to this show, I'd love for you to leave a rating or review over at Apple Podcasts so we can spread the word to help other mamas feel less alone and find beauty in the behaviors. You can also take a screenshot of this episode, share it over on your Instagram stories, and tag me, at KayleeJoseyer, and we'll all do a little happy dance together. I'd love nothing more than to cheer you on along this journey. This work is so hard, but don't forget God has not only called you to it, but he has equipped you for it. Now go get connected. I'll see you next week.